0: Welcome to the Confidently Balance Your Hormones podcast. My name is Dee Davidson and I'm a hormone health expert, master mindset coach, and multiple wellness business entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you experience hormone balance, confidence, self-love, and live a life full of joy. I know we're about to have so much fun together. So thank you so much for pushing play today. And now let's begin. Welcome to the Confidently Balance Your Hormones podcast. This is your guide, Dee Davidson, and this is a podcast that helps you with topics such as health, wellness, personal growth, and of course, hormone balance. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the fascinating relationship between food and our hormones. This was a request from a listener. As always, my inbox is open to hear your suggestions when it comes to episodes or if you have questions you can always email me at d at confidently and uh, I'd be happy to have that conversation with you and, and this is how I base my future episodes based on what you would like to hear so from mood swings to metabolism hormonal balance plays a crucial role in your overall well-being and our diet can significantly impact these delicate chemical messengers. So when I sit down with a client, the first thing we look at is nutrition or diet. We don't go on a diet. We take a look at our lifestyle choices. Food is not good or bad in my world. Food is just food, and there are choices that we make that either support our health or might turn us towards disease a little bit quicker. But when it comes to hormones, food definitely has a connection um, and can put your hormones out of balance, or it can set you straight to painless periods, regular ovulation. It can help with uh, mood swings and your skin, acne, all of those things. There is a huge correlation between what you're eating and how your hormones Feel and how they show up for you, um, it all it all goes together. So let's talk a little bit about hormone balance and understanding that. To kick things off, let's let's just get into the basics of that. If you're new to hormone health or you're confused, it is very normal and common to be confused because it's a an overwhelming topic. But hormones act as chemical messengers; they're signals. So it's never the hormones that are the problem it's the other stuff that's going on underneath and that's why when I do a evaluation with someone we look at all things we look at their diet we look at their sleep schedule we look at um you know blue light exposure we look at are they getting outside for sunlight we look at their nervous system stuff their stored emotions trauma chemicals they're exposed to in their products and water and um, past antibiotic use everything goes into where your hormones are at today and it's important to look at the whole health uh, picture when our hormones are in balance, we feel vibrant we feel energized we have better sleep we can release weight that we don't want our moods are more stabilized you know if you suffer depression anxiety a lot of times it is linked to hormone health and um again just remember that it's not the hormones they're just the chemical messenger saying hey take a look under the hood take a look under the hood there might be some overgrowth of bacteria, or you might have low stomach acid, or um, you might not be producing enough of something. Um, So just remember that. Don't blame the hormones. You need to take a closer look. And starting with looking at those lifestyle uh, pieces that I just talked about is where I like to begin. And then if that stuff's not making you feel better, then we can look at functional labs and look at the hidden stressors. We call them hidden stressors, such as uh, parasites, bacterial overgrowth, maybe you have candida, maybe you have low stomach acid. Those are hidden stressors. There's no need to jump right to spending money on functional labs before you really talk to someone like myself who's a hormone health expert about the foundational things because no matter what the labs say you're gonna have to go back and do the foundational things so let's start with those and diet and nutrition is one of the foundational things we need to look at so let's talk about that today We're going to explore uh, how our diet influences our hormone health. And there are certain foods that can either support or disrupt hormonal balance. It's also important if you haven't listened to my podcast or followed me in the past that you think about having your metabolic typing test done. It's an easy online test that asks you lots of questions about your um, genes, your genetic makeup. It'll ask you questions about say, where you accumulate weight first, maybe how you feel after you eat red meat. It's a very intuitive test. It's very, very accurate. Every single one of my clients who takes it is blown away by how much they can um, relate to the test. and, And they're like, oh, my gosh, this makes so much sense to me. I need to eat more protein to stay satiated. Or if I eat carbs, I want to eat all day long. So everybody is different. And that's number one is finding out your metabolic typing. And you can... Take that test really easily. You could just go to uh, confidentlyloveyourself.com. Go to my wellness toolkit there, and you can take that test. Very inexpensive, 45 minutes. You get a whole readout of what vegetables are best for you, what uh, fruits, what protein sources. Everybody's different. Some people might thrive on red meat. Some people might thrive on fish. Really, really important to know what foods are supporting your hormone health best, And again, it's a very inexpensive, easy test to take online. So certain foods can either support or disrupt your hormone balance. Um, They can affect things like insulin, cortisol, estrogen, testosterone. Yes, ladies, if you're listening to this, you also have testosterone. It's not just a male hormone and we need healthy levels of that. So we have to look at what carbs are best for you. Carbs are not evil, and if you're not eating enough carbs with each meal that could be influencing your hormone balance if you're not eating enough protein at least 100 grams a day minimum you could be influencing your hormones in a negative way and fat hormones are made up of fat so if you're cutting out fat and we're not talking about bacon on your cheeseburger we're talking about avocado seeds coconut You need healthy fat with each of your meals. And how much? Well, everybody's different, and that's why that metabolic typing test is so amazing because it really gives you a personalized, bio-individualized readout of what is best for you. And then there's micronutrients, which are vitamins and minerals. I know a lot of people take vitamins and supplements. Be careful with that because you might be over-supplementing. You might be just wasting your money and peeing and pooping those things out. And uh, matter of fact, minerals are the things that I find most women are deficient in something like an HTMA a hair mineral analysis test You just clip some hair and mail it in is really really crucial for knowing how to target your minerals and balancing your minerals that hair test will also tell you um, if there are things to look under the hood for a little more closely so if you want to just start with a baseline test the HTMA can be a wonderful place to start because it might give you like a pop-up that says well, you might want to check into an underlying infection that's going on or inflammation or blood sugar dysregulation and then we can move to other labs if necessary but that gives us a lot of input in regard to what your minerals look like and if you need to take certain minerals if you need to maybe be drinking some kind of electrolyte drink or things like that and um, vitamins you know again the best place to get vitamins is in your food. However, you might not be absorbing vitamins if you don't have the right um, you know, stomach acid or maybe your gut has some dysbiosis and things like that. So that's all stuff that I discuss in my consultations. If you just want to get on one time and see what it's all about, kind of give you a roadmap, you can do that. But all of that plays into your hormone regulation and um, dietary patterns come into play such as low carb, oh my gosh, all the women that are 40 plus jumping on low carb, we need carbs, I'm gonna keep telling you, we need carbs, a high fat diets like keto, um, You know, if you look into the science behind that, a lot of people that have been on these high fat diets, they might be thin or even fit, but they're having some of the metabolic disorders um, occurring. So that's something that you want to avoid for your hormone balance plant-based diets not the best for hormone balance um, so we have to look at are you eating the right things for you for you my friends in the right proportions we don't count calories or track macros for the most part um in the COI programs we intuitively need to listen to our body and certain times of the month you might need more fat you might need more red meat and things like that i teach all about that in my confidently balance your hormones course that's online but really understanding what your hormones need as they fluctuate and not ignoring it to say well i can't eat that because it's high in fat or that's a carb so i'm not going to eat it just really understanding how hormones are built and uh what fuels them and what helps with the the balance is important so that is number one knowing what to eat and making sure you're getting the right things and that you are in tune with your body to know what vitamins and minerals you might be deficient in some things you might be too high in you might need to scale back on or understand what's going on there why are you taking that vitamin when you already have that high level from the nutrition that you're consuming the next thing we need to talk about is balancing your blood sugar and insulin because that's that is bottom line when i talk about hormone balance that is one thing that we really need to get under control and i think most people men and women are unaware that their blood sugar and insulin might be all over the place maybe they're snacking throughout the day maybe they're not having the well-balanced meals they're not having enough protein you need to be eating every few hours and um, there's been a lot of play with uh intermittent fasting i was one of those people i was guilty of that and what i can tell you is that intermittent fasting is really great for men they have a one day cycle it's not really great for women because our hormones are all over the place on any given uh day rice cycle and so we need to really pay attention to what our body needs and we need more fuel Uh, just we by nature need more fuel so you need to be eating every few hours and not just eating a bunch of carrot sticks or not just eating a a piece of cheese you need to really understand hormone balance and what the magic plates are for hormone balance for each of your meals again personalized to you and um, snacks need to be protein and carb together we don't want to be snacking um, every time you have that little piece of chocolate it's not the chocolate that's bad it's just spiking your blood sugar and then it's gonna come back down and guess what spikes as well your cortisol which is your stress hormone it causes inflammation causes that belly fat that no one wants so you have to really pay attention to uh, blood sugar and insulin and uh, it's not just sugar like eating a snickers bar it can be an apple high in sugar it's good healthy food but if you're not balancing that out with with protein you're spiking that blood sugar it can be um processed foods right you might be looking at a protein bar going oh protein bar i joke around that hey just put the word protein on any junk food and you make it a health food no 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 we need to eat as many single ingredient foods as possible processed food has a lot of crap in it and a lot of sugar when you look at those protein bars or yogurts that's another one i'm like oh my gosh stop telling me eating yogurt for probiotics or you know that you're eating yogurt to increase your um, protein because a lot of those things can spike your blood sugar and then guess what happens on the other side it crashes and then again we get into that whole cortisol thing and it contributes to insulin resistance and guess what hormone imbalances so when you're in my programs that you work with me blood sugar stabilization is one of the main things we look at we look at mindful eating like why are you snacking and um Is it emotional? Is it a spiritual void? Is it that you're actually hungry because you didn't eat enough at your last meal because you were so worried and just eating that salad with chicken, but now like an hour later you're starving. So I really teach you how to mindfully eat, how to eat balanced uh, meals and magic plates and reincorporate whole nutrient-dense foods, so single-ingredient foods. I know that a lot of people are used to fast, convenient, easy, and um, they look at me, and go, "Oh my gosh, do you want me to make my own food?" But you know, if you think about just sh- a sheet pan of roasted vegetables, it takes nothing. You can even buy the stuff, invest in the extra fifty cents to buy the stuff already cut up, and throw it on a pan and put it in the oven. Um, those are just a bunch of excuses, friends. So you know, I really help you to make it simple and understand that blood sugar stabilization is hand in hand with hormone balance and that has to do with your foods what are you eating how often are you eating it what are you pairing together things like that here's one that people don't think of that is super crucial to hormone balance it is addressing your food sensitivities and inflammatory foods so I want to clarify something here a lot of people come to me and they say they shared with me that um, you know they took a food sensitivity test or even one of those cheap ones you see the um or inexpensive tests online, the Everly Well. And what I've learned in my years of practicing is that it's not the food, it's not the broccoli or the carrot that's an issue. If you did have a lot of food sensitivities uh, on one of those tests, I really would encourage you to go further and have a GI test, which I can run for you to see what's going on because that's a sign of usually leaky gut, which means you have this one layer of mucosal barrier uh, that surrounds you know your gut and when it is damaged by say toxins in your environment or sugar and uh, it could be stress it could be bad bacteria it could be a lot of different things you get leaky gut and the food that's supposed to be staying in your mucosal barrier within your gi is leaking out into your bloodstream and it can cause things um, to be inflammatory like you know joints inflamed stuff travels where it's not supposed to be so that's the first thing with food sensitivities that uh, typically if you have a lot of food sensitivities or allergies in general you know I really really would encourage you to have a a GI map or stool test to look at what's going on in your gut and why you're having all of that because it's triggering your immune system and and that's not usually the problem there are some inflammatory foods that are uh, known to be highly inflammatory to a lot of humans that's corn dairy soy gluten uh, refined sugars can be up there those are some of the top things and those definitely can be a long-term problem they're not something you're just going to heal your gut and all of a sudden you're eating gluten if you have a gluten sensitivity it's another test that I do and I do also offer a high quality food sensitivity testing you just go to the lab and you have the blood drawn and they send us the results but um, inflammatory foods like if you really have a sensitivity to dairy or gluten or soy or corn if you have an actual sensitivity to that it's going to wreak havoc on your hormones because it's going to trigger uh, an immune response and your immune system then says okay we got some inflammation and it's driving like all the fire trucks from all the nearby towns to help put out that fire think of your body being like lit with a match so It's very common that we discuss inflammatory foods where people might just decide, I'm going to get rid of gluten, dairy, refined sugars, the seed oils, Uh, those are very inflammatory and they're going to play into your hormone balance. And then, you know, going a step further, some people really want to know, do I have a, a, a dairy issue or a gluten issue? We can test for that. But either way, those are things to really look at and um, identify because they're they're playing into hormone uh, balance Um, and leading from that right into gut health so gut health is it's hand in hand with hormone imbalance most of the clients that I do functional labs on have a lot of gut health issues so if you've been experiencing hormone imbalance for a while or you suspect it that gut test is crucial to seeing exactly what's going on and healing the gut, cleaning it up. So many Americans with leaky gut uh, due to all the seed oils, going out to eat the sugar, the amount of sugar that Americans consume and the gut microbiome influences hormone production. It, it also influences your metabolism and your immune system. So again, looking at fermented foods, fiber rich foods, you know, eating enough vegetables. I don't think Americans eat enough vegetables. Prebiotic foods, so people are taking probiotics, but if you're not feeding your gut with prebiotic foods, then you're not feeding that uh, probiotic and it's just getting, again, pooped right out. Your microbiome is super important when it comes to hormone balance. So looking at your gut health, do you have uh, overgrowth of bacteria? Do you have a parasite? Do you have candida? All of these things. And, you know, even further is, um, you know, again, looking at stomach acid to see if you're absorbing the nutrition from the food that you are eating and the protein. Are you have getting those amino acids to help stabilize your blood sugar? Are you seeing the bigger picture here? All of this ties into whole health. Things that can disrupt your gut health could be, you know, uh, stress so if you can't get stress under control which could be family stress work stress it could be you're just a warrior type A uh, antibiotics in the past I've seen people be affected by antibiotics they took two years ago artificial sweeteners uh, you know it could be so many things that impact your gut health and your gut health is definitely tied into hormone balance and this is all food related right when we talk about how does food address yeah how does food correlate back to hormone balance well if you're not absorbing the nutrition properly if things aren't digesting properly it's all tied in my friends and um you know to wrap it up i just want to say that you can start with the basic things and if you need help reach out again just go to confidentlyloveyourself.com and you can book a session right on there and You know, 30 minutes, you're going to get a lot of information from me and we can kind of see where you're at and talk about next steps. Or A lot of people leave me one time, they implement the stuff and they're like, oh, wow, I feel so much better just knowing what things um, particularly pertain to, to my lifestyle and things that I need to really focus on. So, you know, talk about meal planning, making sure you're prepared, eating the right foods, eating for your metabolic type, being aware of food sensitivities that you have. What's the condition of your gut health? Mindful eating so that you're not just snacking or emotionally eating, things like that. Listening to your body's hunger cues and are you really full or are you skimping out on those meals and then you're hungry an hour later? All of this comes back to being in tune with your body. I tell my clients, my number one goal is that you are a conscious being when it comes to your hormones, your feelings, Uh, your food and nutrition, all of this that you're in tune, that you're not looking at some watch to tell you how your sleep was or a uh, CGM, nothing against those are great tools, but people get so in their head about data and what the data tells them that they're so disconnected from their body. And, you know, when we zero in on um, how we feel after certain meals, tracking, but not tracking calories and macros, but a food log, like I ate carrots today and my energy was really good. Uh, I didn't have enough protein today. Oh, I see how my energy crashed at 4 o'clock. So, you know, to wrap it up, I just want to say, keep a food log. How often are you eating? What are you eating? Um, and see, I felt bloated after eating this food. Well, there might be a direct correlation to a dairy sensitivity or a gluten sensitivity when we keep track of things even for a couple of weeks we might see some patterns and and identify and know that's all turned into hormone balance or imbalance it can influence it one way or the other i hope you gained valuable insights into that intricate relationship between food and then digesting the food and your hormones and you feel empowered to make more informed dietary choices that support optimal hormone balance i'm always here to support you remember nourishing your body with hormone balancing foods understanding things like seed cycling understanding what your hormones need at different times of the month if you're cycling and i actually have a blog post by the way on confidentlyloveyourself.com about uh, hormone balancing foods if you go out there and, and search you'll find that And some things about supporting your gut health that can have a profound impact on your overall well-being and your hormone balance. So stay tuned for more episodes. Again, I'd love to hear from you. And you can also get some more tips on my Instagram, confidently underscore love underscore yourself. Till the next time, be well, my friends. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Confidently Balancing Your Hormones. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with a friend and also hit follow at the top of this podcast. If you have a couple of minutes and you can leave a quick review, it will help other women in need find this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at confidently underscore love underscore yourself. I would love to stay connected and hear from you.